Hey, it's Mother Funny Time with Andy and Angie. Two cousins, eight kids, one grandkid, two states. And a whole lot of fun. Woo! Welcome back, Mother Funny Tribe. We have a new episode today for you. Um, We have Angie and Andy here, but we also have a special guest with us. Angie, would you tell us all about her? Today, we have my very extra special close friend, Jamie, who also happens to be my sister-in-law. So I am so excited she's here. Hi, Jamie. Hi, guys. Hi, Mother Funny Tribe. So we're actually coming to you guys from Colorado, the beautiful, beautiful state of Colorado. So this is going to be a really fun and good episode because today we're talking about mom burnout, which doesn't necessarily sound like the funnest, most exciting uh, topic (laughs) or the funniest Uh topic. But today we are going to talk about mom burnout and it's going to be great and exciting filled with helpful tips and tricks. We'll try not to bring up 9-11 or (laughs) what was the other thing we brought up recently that brought it down. (laughs) We'll try to keep it positive as we talk about our deteriorating mental health. Yes. We'll do it. We'll make it fun. We're going to do the best we can. And just for everyone to know, I have known Jamie over 23 years. And something interesting Aww. is on the very exact same night that I met Ryan, my husband, I met Jamie. So I met both of them on the very same oh, really? night. Yeah, super yeah. fun. And mm-hmm. also Ryan's best friend, Joey. I met them all at the same time. Shout out to Joey. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely listening, I'm sure. And you were just a little baby. We were so little. Baby Angie. Yes, I was. And then we get to grow up together and have husbands and all that fun stuff. So, yeah. Thank you for having me. We've lived life together. I actually met Jamie when I was 17. So, yes, I was very young. I was still in high school. I was just a baby for sure. Yes, but it's fun. Well, yay. Thanks for being with us, Jamie. Um, So one question that we always start our very first our first episode with of a subject is what is some bad advice that you've either gotten or heard of about mom burnout? Ooh, bad advice. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's bad advice. And I'm sure that this is probably going to be in your little like recommendations on how to help it. But I get really super frustrated when patients, when people, sorry, when people say to me, You just need to work on having more self-care. Like, that's kind of their answer. It really upsets me when they say, okay, you just need to do a better job about taking care of yourself. And then that's kind of how you help with your mom burnout. And that's something that I just, I'm like, if I could, I would, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Totally. It's so simple. I know it in my head. But when I'm running here and running there and trying to coordinate this kid there or go to work and show up there and take care of patients, it would just be so simple if I could just take care of myself to prevent it. Right. (laughs) You know what? Is it kind of like. Oh, Oh, no, I was just going to say it's so interesting you're saying that because it's so true. That's one of the number one things people say is, oh, just take better care of yourself. And it's like, but when do I find the time? 
when is the time uh, yes. for self-care when I'm burned out? <laughs> Just get some more alone time. It's easy. Go to the spa, get your nails done, oh, have a moment. Oh, it would be wonderful. And I'll squeeze that in between Taekwondo and marching band <laughs> practice um, right after I get off work. So I, I, I mean, I know that the intention, of course, right, is very good. And I understand that. But whenever people say that to me, I'm just like, really? Really? <laughs> okay, so we should mention that Jamie has three kids. And she's entering into the preteen teenage years, which are a very special Good type times. of busyness, as we all know. Jamie, how old are your kids? You could tell our mother funny tribe. So I have a boy who is fit, going to be 15 in about three weeks. Um, his name is Garrett. He's going to be a sophomore this year. And then I have a second boy who is the same age as, um, one of Angie's kids. They were actually born two weeks apart. And he's also a boy going into eighth grade. Um, and then I have a girl who is 11 that is also overlapping with one of Angie's kids too. And so, um, she is going into sixth grade. So we are entering two middle schoolers and then a high schooler. So not quite driving yet. I cannot wait. Cannot wait for the driving phase. But, uh, right now I'm still mom Uber all over the place. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that driving when the first one can start driving and helping out a little, it's a whole new world. Yeah. So it's great. Uh, well, I, yeah, I love that for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah, driving time. Too. And then I do work part time <laughs> still, too. So balancing uh, work with them and all of their needs is uh, definitely per- perplexed me and made me move way forward towards mom burnout. So. So you've heard of mom burnout. You've had it before. Oh, (laughs) yeah, girlfriend. You've heard tales. I've lived it. Rumors. Rumors. Jamie is a pharmacist. So if we wanted to be extra fancy, we could call her Dr. Paust. (gasps) (laughs) But she doesn't like it, but it's funny to do because she gets really uncomfortable if we start calling her Dr. Paust. (laughs) I love it. I do. The cute little pharmacy students come in and they're like, Dr. Paust. And I'm like, it's Jamie. It's uh. <laughs> so, but um, yeah. So I am a pharmacist. I work um, at the university hospital, and I actually work specifically with cancer patients. So, yay! That's, that's awesome. How I balance that and my three massive crazy kids. So she sees caregiver burnout for people who are caring for their significant other, their spouse, their child, what have you dealing with cancer. Mm -hmm. But then she also has or can struggle with or deal with like we all can mom burnout. So she kind of sees it on both sides, which not that we want to say this, but maybe she is an expert at burnout in the sense that she sees it in many ways. (laughs) Doctor, (laughs) doctor of burnout expertise. I don't know. I definitely have been there before, for sure. I've found myself hiding in the closet several times, unashamed. In so my zone. let me ask, you should not be ashamed. That sounds like <laughs> self-care to me. <laughs> <laughs> so what is burnout to you guys? Jamie, I'll ask you first. So what is, how do you describe burnout? Um, I, I think that 
different people experience it in different ways, depending on kind of your symptoms and what it looks like in your own personal life. Um, I definitely have a propensity to when I get too many things on my plate, my anxiety will go up. Um, and so at that point, I kind of like start to escalate and then I end up crashing and uh, sleeping for quite a bit at some points of times just to try to like shut everything off in my brain and in my life. Mm. So uh, I would say that that's kind of one of the manifestations. I believe that I I constantly live at a level of burnout, to be honest. I'm okay. You know, I, I function with some degree of burnout and it's just kind of operating from crisis to crisis. And then at some point I just overly do it and then I end up like having to shut down completely. Have you thought about just like getting away and taking some self-care time to yourself? I'm just <laughs> Thank you very much. I think that that is wonderful advice. Um, I highly recommend, you know. Yeah. Have you thought of maybe just not having crisis? <laughs> or, you know what my favorite, this is my favorite. My favorite is I'm going to take a nap and I'm laying on the couch and the kids, they come and I'm, my eyes are closed and I'm asleep. Mom, are you asleep? Mom, Mom are you asleep? <laughs> What? What? That's my favorite. I'm trying to take a few minutes to like calm my brain cells down, to come off Aww. the edge. And then I'm like, yeah. Nope, not asleep well, anymore. Yeah. No, no. And just so happy now. Yeah. So. Such, yeah. I think having, even just having kids in that age range, age range, especially when they have activities and junior high is just tough. And then on top of that, you have your work and you're dealing with some really hard issues. I mean, I can only imagine always being at a certain level. I remember when I was, uh, I had three younger ones and my eyes went blurry and I'm like, what happened? Like, <laughs> and I drive at night and all of a sudden everything was stars and I've always had 20-20 vision. And I finally went to the eye doctor. I'm like, I can't see anymore. And the doctor's like, well, you still have 20-20. I think you're just tired. <laughs> you're just overwhelmed. I'm like, really? And my heart beats really fast all of the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're like, yeah. So, yeah, it's I think that not all moms even realize that they're experiencing burnout. They just know that they're feeling just stressed all the time, anxious, they're agitated, mm -hmm. they're upset, they're angry. They're much less patient in traffic than maybe normally you would be. <laughs> I'm talking to myself here. <laughs> but Angie, like what? What does mom burnout look like in your life? Well, I think what you just said was a really valid point in that not all moms even know to identify mom burnout. I never even heard of the term until recently. <laughs> like mom shaming? <laughs> like you never... There's mom burnout? Mom shaming? What? There's these videos on YouTube of mom shaming? What? <laughs> People are mean to each other? <laughs> okay, this podcast is opening my eyes to this world of, of mommy life and to be a mom. Of negative things that can happen. I didn't know. Well, and we probably should tell our mother funny tribe. So what brought out this idea was many podcasts ago when we were recording 
we, Andy and I were like looped out. We were so tired. We'd been together. We were like at a Taylor's birthday party. Remember it was late and we were recording. And oh, <laughs> Andy yeah. says something like self-care good, burnout bad. And we were like cracking up. <laughs> And then we thought, oh, I guess we should do a podcast on mom burnout. (laughs) And so that's when I started really understanding it and realizing it and coming kind of to research it and to find out about what mom burnout is. And just like you guys are talking about mom burnout, oh, which can also be referred to as parental burnout or caregiver burnout. But today we're talking to mom. So we're going to say mom burnout or mommy burnout. <laughs> I'm just saying dads can get burned out too. Mommy, mommy, burn, burn. That's what I'm going to call it. Mommy, burn. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just want to be different. <laughs> so mom burn, as Andy has just now <laughs> referred to it as. Mommy, mommy, burn, burn. <laughs> and I really wish I would have known about this when I had the twins. Because when I was thinking through times when I maybe had been burned out. It really was that first year of having the twins when I wasn't sleeping. I was nursing and pumping and trying to give them formula and just trying to get them to grow. But I also had two other kids and it was just a state of constantly being awake and on call almost. And 24 seven, there was always something to do. I never had a break. And so as I started to look into this, what it keeps coming back to and what you keep seeing and researching and learning about is that mommy burnout is the emotional, mental, and physical exhaustion that you feel from chronic stress of parenting without enough time to recover. And I think it's that recovery piece. Like, Jamie, you're mentioning, like, I'm trying to lay down. And then they're, like, asking me if I'm awake. Or Andy, like you're talking about, not fully realizing it until you're eyes start going blurry. We don't have that recovery time (laughs) until it's like, oh, wait, I can't see right now. Or I just needed that nap. (laughs) Till you're on the anxiety meds. (laughs) And sometimes moms can just start going through the motions rather than feeling present or feeling engaged. And Mm. they're trying to participate in their child's life, but then they're also running here, 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 and here oh yes, but be mindful and be calm. And like Jamie mentioned, and have self-care and enjoy life. And you're just so busy because you're trying to also do a really good job parenting and being that mom who is there for their kids. And sometimes, and I remember this when I had the twins, it just felt like I was in the grind. I don't even know of another way to say it, but every day was almost the same. And I was up around the clock and it just didn't seem like there was an end in sight. I knew, for example, once the twins started like eating food, maybe I wouldn't be nursing and pumping as much. But when you're just constantly focused on your babies or your toddlers or your teenagers or what have you, and you just feel like I'm going to be doing this every day for days and months and years on end. It's never going to end. I'll never sleep again. And the thing is, is it changes. So you think like, I'm going to get out of one phase, that young toddler phase, and then another phase hits you. And now I'm staying up late because I have a teenager coming home late at night after being out with his buddies. And so it just it's still there. It just shifts what it looks like for me. At least that's been my experience as as my kids have gotten older and now I'm into this teeny phase. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can concur, like, because my kids, as I've mentioned, are older and my youngest is the last one at home. And 
if she's out at night, I'm up until she gets home. Yep. Yeah. So it's a big for me, it's a big step when I can actually go to sleep when my kids are out. But she's going to college next month and I'm going to finally move out of that phase because when they are like, just so you guys know, when your kids are away, you do worry. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if they're not in your sight and they're not on your like, this is my responsibility list, there is freedom. You just have to be a grandma to get <laughs> so it will happen. <laughs> not yet. Not yet, please. <laughs> but no joke, now that I have a grandson, now I, you know, like when I'm around my kids, I worry about my daughter and my grandson, mm -hmm. even though that's not even, you know, he's her responsibility. I just get to have fun. I mean, when I have him, of course I'm responsible. But yeah, you're right. Like, you never have just a total um, carefree, at least while your kids are still living or around you. I know that like I don't worry about my son unless, you know, we're on vacation and he's around me. And next thing I know, he's climbing up the side of a cliff and I'm like, get down. Is everybody safe? Are you driving here safe? Is everybody <laughs> I'm always on them or if I'm on the phone with him, I'm like, have you done all the safe things today? Are you taking your vitamins? Are you blah, blah, blah. But when he's not around me, I'm, I'm cool. I'm chill. <laughs> so I'm the coolest. You're so cool. You guys don't even know who you're dealing with. <laughs> I, I was just thinking about one of the questions that you guys had asked I w at a, a period in my life where I really felt mommy burnout the most and I like lost it um, uh -huh. during COVID, like many of us lost it during COVID. So uh, being in <laughs> the whole in, world lost in, <laughs> in healthcare, we still had to work. Obviously, the hospitals weren't shut down. And so my best friend and I, we actually stacked our schedules where one would go to work and the other would care for the kids. So it's a total of all five kids together. So we would switch our schedules back and forth and she she would go wow. to work and then I would be with the five kids and take care of them for the day. And then I would go and she would do it while we were trying to homeschool right at this time. And none of the technology wow. was working. Um, but it was our way of survival during that time. And I will never forget at my one of my big mommy burnout moments was I had her daughter. I had five kids in different locations of the house trying to do their schoolwork. Um, and I had her daughter in the dining room and uh, her whole Zoom class was up and it was like 1.30 in the afternoon and I was trying to do something and get food. And I just remember walking in and Maddie had her Zoom up and all the mute was, was off at the time. And I just screamed, Maddie! I just want to put a bra on sometime today. <laughs> and the whole class. And I was like, hey, Miss Russell, how's it going? <laughs> and I was just like, that was my epitome of that. It was that was week six or something of it at that point in time. Oh, and I had just lost it. <laughs> So when you talk about how That's amazing. You, you get burnt out and you do things that you normally wouldn't do or say or act and stuff like that, that obviously um, was top on my list for that year. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a, I, I love it. Were they like, oh, yeah, we want you to put a bronze on that. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Poust. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. 
itself. So this is something interesting. Um, I've learned a lot about something called dissociating, which you guys have probably heard about. You know, Dr. Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) How would would you explain what dissociating is? I'm going somewhere with this, but you're you're a professional and I've just gotten I am not a professional in that type of terminology. (laughs) You can ask me about chemotherapy all day long. However, That's out of my realm. Not dissociation. Okay. <clears throat> so dissociation is like when it's a way your brain protects itself for being mm. overwhelmed or it can, where you will space out, basically. And it's kind of like, have you ever been driving somewhere and you get to the place you're going and you're like, I don't remember this trip? Yes. All the time. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So that's dissociation dissociation so during really stressful times you can like we'll dissociate and we won't even realize it until maybe years later and you're like you know what I really don't remember this part of your childhood that much like I was there I remember certain events but I know that um, after I had my second there's a lot I don't remember and it was my most stressful time it was like me learning to um, have multiple kids for the first time, how to handle that. Uh, we were really busy with ministry. Our lives had changed. Chris's job situation changed. And yeah, you kind of go on autopilot and your brain just kind of switches off in a way. And you just do things like you just keep it. Like what were you saying before? You do them like um, Angie, you had said it. My brain stopped working and I'm not even dissociating. It was the monotony. <laughs> it was the monotony and the, yes. day, oh, the, the daily the grind. Rat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like you get caught in, and you're still moving forward, but you, you kind of space out and you'll find yourself like being somewhere and you were there and you're like, what happened? I don't remember that. Or I don't remember that drive. So if you're experiencing that, that is also, I think could be from mommy burnout. Your brain can just be trying to protect itself a little bit from getting overwhelmed. And it's something I didn't think about until years later and I started learning about it. So. Well, that's a really good point. And there's so many things that can lead into mommy burnout that I think people, like you're saying, don't even realize because part of it is just our life. So we think, oh, this is just the mom world. This is just the mom life. This is just the phase that I'm in. But for example, like constant caregiving, that in and of itself can yeah. be so stressful. But then add on top of that financial stress, then add on sleep deprivation, multitasking, lack of self-care. Thank you, Jamie. Chronic stress (laughs) and the demands (laughs) of parenting. When you really think of all of this stuff stacked on top of it, on, on top of one another. And then it's like, but moms be in this constant state of peace. Be calm when you're around each other. You're raising little humans. (laughs) Love them well. They get one childhood. Make it the best childhood for them. There's a lot of pressure in that. You need to be the perfect mom. Be the perfect Pinterest mom. Social media mom. Make it everything look perfect. All within a matter of a minute. And you do that day after day after day. And I think people don't stop to think about all the roles and the tasks that are part of just being a mom in general, let alone a mom who works outside the home or a mom who works inside the home or a mom who is a, um, what was it? Engineer, domestic engineer. (laughs) Domestic. I like that. Yes, Jamie, we don't use the word the term stay at home mom anymore. That's old school. We have new terms now. 
I <laughs> like domestic engineer. That is the bomb. Yes. I'm also a health coach for my children. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Angie has so many titles. And Uber driver. And I have an employee of the month plaque all over my house. And every month I win. <laughs> every month. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> and next year, Andy's taking a gap year. <laughs> She's taking her gap year. I am. I'm taking my first gap year. We'll see how it goes as soon as Shiloh leaves leaves the nest, which I'm also very sad about. But yeah, I think what you're saying is like, we get burned out and then we get we feel ashamed that we're burned out or we feel shame for burning out. And we're like, well, if we were doing this right or if we were, you know, had all our ducks in a row, all our things organized, our kids were better, we were better parents, we wouldn't be burned out. But it's somehow our fault that we feel this way. And then, of course, looking at Pinterest or whatever, where we only see the best of everybody's worlds and we're like, oh, they're doing it right. Why am I so frazzled? Why is my hair and makeup not done? Why have I not put in a bra on today? <laughs> that's right. What you see is what you get with me some days. I mean, I think that's a place where I've had to come to in the last few years is really being honest with other people outside, whether it's friends or family or um, my own children, I'm very vocal with them about like, I need a break. I need to stop. And I think that that's one thing that I've learned and I've grown in. And I, I feel very good about that and being able to say, okay, guys, like, it's time. Uh, and they can start to see it in me too. And they recognize it. My kids do. So I don't know if that's good or bad. But I also am very clear with them. Like, I don't have it all together. And I can just do the best that I can. And that's where I'm at. And um, I think that that's helped relieve some of that pressure that you're talking about of all the unrealistic expectations that are way out there that no one can do. And so giving myself permission to do that has allowed me to be a lot freer in that and help deal with that. Yeah, for sure. I would call that self-care. <laughs> story we were here one time in Colorado this was back when the twins were little they were little okay and Jamie and her husband Adam are so amazing they give us the um or they let us use their refrigerator in their garage and so I have full access to it so I always stock it with all our groceries all our food it's the best thing so I'm not having to cram things into her refrigerator I could use an entire refrigerator just for us. And so that's where the milk was. Anyway, so I made coffee in the house, but then I went into the garage and I poured some milk into my coffee cup because it was in the morning. And I literally just sat there on the steps of her garage with the door closed. It was me in a garage and my cup of coffee. And I was so happy. <laughs> and I was just having this moment in the garage with my coffee. And Adam opens the door because he needed to get something from the garage. He literally opens the Adam's door. My husband. Yes, Jamie's husband, Adam, walks by. And he just opens the door and he just walks down the steps and he said, I'm just not going to say anything. It's all good. And he grabbed his tool and we're never going to He knew. He knew I was having mommy burnout. I needed a moment in the garage and me and my coffee. <laughs> and there was, Just need a couple I minutes. To, yeah. There was no shame. There was nothing. He just was aware and it was fine. He didn't pressure me to get back in. He didn't say, uh, your twins are inside running around in diapers. <laughs> They're running around naked. <laughs> Let me have no, my They moment. probably were running around naked with my kids at the time, too, because when you get all of our kids together, 
there is eight of them and they're so close in age that it is utter chaos and so much fun, but um, a lot of entertainment for sure. It's a lot. Well, you know, I think cousins are so much fun. I sometimes podcast with mine once in a while. Occasionally. (laughs) But occasionally and we'll talk about fun things and I hope that um there's somebody who feels seen or heard out there maybe some other moms listening might have possibly heard of mom burnout before and maybe they're now feeling encouraged and now you want to listen to part two so go ahead and join us Wednesday or I guess join us on part two, when we can talk about some tips and tricks to get through that are not all self-care ways <laughs> to get, get by without just trying to find time to be alone all the time. So thank you, Jamie, for being with us for part one. And we look forward to our next conversation. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you guys for having me. And make sure to tell a friend, share this amazing podcast with our incredible Dr. Paust, the professional. <laughs> <laughs> Like, share, If you see another mom, tell everyone. If you see someone zoning out, they're dissociating, be like, you need this podcast. Listen to this. All right, till next time. All right, that's all we have time for today. We got to wrap it up, unfortunately. But just remember, you might think you're doing just okay, but we think you're doing really great. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We hope you have a great mother funny day. Please like and share our podcast. But please don't tell our moms.